0: the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Well, hello, hello, my beautiful friends and listeners to the Hunting for Purpose podcast. It's been quite some time since I sat down to record just a solo episode. Um, I've been journeying through the crazy retrograde and eclipse season over here. We've been doing a whole lot of launching with Manifestor mastery round three having launched and closed and um, I feel like this is the first time in quite a long time I've just stopped to take a breath and check in with my energy and see where everything is at which is always a loving reminder to me as a manifestor that we can have real trouble with uh, knowing when the off switch needs to be tapped that we really can get stuck kind of in this on position. I think that all non sacrals struggle with this because you know we're non sacral beings in a sacral world. But manifest is in particular, I think, because the polarity for us between the rest cycle, which is so long and so kind of disconnected and has such an absence of action. Um, that's then really polarized from our creative cycle when we you know come out and we initiate so easily and we create and it's it's really magical and it can be quite intoxicating and so what I've been finding in myself this year is that even though I have been in a very long rest cycle we're sitting at about uh, nearly eight months now in this current rest cycle. I've been experimenting around with still initiating in different ways as I rest, and I have noticed this same pattern has come up that I've gotten stuck with my on switch, still just switched on and and um, having trouble recognizing, oh hey, that that really needs to be turned off now, right that that really needs to go back into a bit of a hermit mode and a bit of a disconnection mode. so Uh, Even though I've been recording podcasts and I've been here, I feel like this is the first podcast in quite a while that's just been me sharing my energy and having some communion with you all. So thanks for being here. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited to, to have this conversation with you all. So I had a completely different topic planned for today. But uh, when I touched base with myself and really was checking in with my spleen and and in with my throat and seeing where my energy wanted to express, what came out is that I really want to share a, a bit of a layer around business with you guys. I know that so many of you are in business. It's just so prevalent for manifestors to be in business, mostly because we like autonomy and independence. Um, however, for the the small percentage of manifestors that are not in business, I'm hoping that you might find this helpful in terms of how it relates to your career, how it relates to your job, right? And the thing that you do for work. What I want to talk about is the rhythm that manifestors take in business, the rhythm that we move to in business, because we have such a different rhythm to the rest of the world. I mean, we have a rhythm that is just so at odds right, with the way that the rest of the world functions. And yes, we have a rhythm that is even at odds with other non-sacrals. We have a rhythm that is so different from our projector friends and our reflector friends that it it is just kind of almost impossible to translate, I think, into a standard business model. I know a lot of us have tried. (laughs) We've tried really hard to translate it into a standard business model and tried all of these really creative ways to ensure that we can get consistency and make these things happen. But what I have discovered over many years is that the success really more so comes for us when we just lean in to the weirdness and um, almost the disassociation of our rhythm. So let's, let me dive into this a little bit more. Okay. In the past, when we' when I've talked about business, and certainly if you get our um, free Manifestors Guide to Business, you can grab that on our website. We've talked about business on the podcast. Uh, we've got the Manifestor Business Bundle, which has got heaps of teaching about business. Of course, the Manifestor Mastery Program has a whole level dedicated to business. So it's a whole like, you know, eight weeks of teaching dedicated to business for manifestors. Whenever I've talked about teaching, sorry, whenever I've talked about business in these areas and talked about how the manifesto energy matches business, what I've spoken about is really honoring this uh, creative cycle, rest cycle that we have, because that's, that's the truth. I mean, that's the fundamental. That's how we exist as manifestors is that our lives in a lot of ways are really dictated by whether we're in a rest cycle or whether we're in a creative cycle. And um, the common myth about that really would be that we have some sense of control over it that as manifest as we can choose when we're just going to be creative and when we're going to initiate and when we're going to pursue an urge. And in reality, we don't have control. I think it's the greatest twist of irony that, um, manifest as being the only beings with a closed aura being the only people who really really legitimately can't be owned by someone else or something else we can't be told what to do we really can't be like directed and yet that's precisely what our energy cycles do for us and so there's a surrender process for us as manifestors where we need to just really accept and allow that hey my energy cycles are happening within me, yes, but they are managed from somewhere outside of me. This is my soul collaborating with my body, collaborating with this wider kind of source, God, universal energy. And, I don't necessarily have a say in that, right? I don't know when I'm gonna go into a rest cycle or how long I'm gonna be there or how deep it is. Um, I don't have any control or any say over when I get a creative cycle or what's gonna come through or how much energy I'm gonna have for that, how long it's gonna last. So whenever I talk about business, of course, you know that central point of focus for manifestors in business has to be honoring the creative and rest cycles. We have to be able to structure our businesses in a way that allow us to go through our rest cycle and also allow us to really expand in our creative cycle. Right. And and there's some pretty um, simplistic ways that we can do that. Of course, supporting ourselves through our rest cycle can often look like um, creating passive products and passive income. This is why I talk so much about having a team because in regardless of what part of the energy cycle you're in, you really need people in your corner to support you through that, to be able to tag in and out with you and use their energy and and um, you know connect with your audience and do all of those management things that just need to be done when your energy is probably just not going to be available to do it either because it's resting or because it's distracted and diverted away on a different creative urge. So dancing around that, right? Let's all all bring this back together. The very kind of straightforward, effective way to look at how to manage business as a manifestor is to say, I have to have a business model that is supported enough and fluid enough to legitimately and completely support my rest cycle and also legitimately and completely support my creative cycle. What I've been discovering over these many years now in business, and certainly something that I have been playing with this year, and that's why I wanted to speak to you about it now, is that we have a rhythm that goes deeper than those energy cycles. As manifestors, we have an energetic frequency And kind of a tonality to the rhythm of our energy, how it ebbs and flows, that goes deeper than just rest cycle, creative cycle, rest cycle, creative cycle. And this is when we start to understand that in a rest cycle, you can have pockets of initiating energy that pop up. You can have inklings of creative urges that come through. In a creative cycle, you can have a need for rest where you go down for short periods of time because you need rest before coming back up into the energy of the creation cycle. So it's, a, it's all a very nuanced area and I love playing with the depths of layers in this area. And I've been loving playing with that within my business over this past 10 months or so really seeing where, you know, where can my energy push to if I step out of the binary box and that binary thinking of, oh, I'm in a creative cycle or, oh, I'm in a rest cycle. What else is the rhythm of my energy allowing me to have available? And so, as I mentioned earlier, I've played this year with initiating while in a deep rest cycle. Traditionally, I would not. But this year I wanted to, I wanted to experience that. I wanted to experiment with that. I wanted to understand what lessons might be available for me in doing that. And so we have been initiating new projects We have been initiating launches. We initiated an entire rebrand of the business and a split in our brand. Um, So I'm now also creating content over at I Am Holly Herbig if you wanna come and hang out there. It's not human design related at all. It's purely business focused. So if you're into business content, come and hang out. I've initiated all of those things while in probably the deepest and longest rest cycle that I've had ever. And I have needed a huge amount of support to do so. A huge amount of support. My team has provided such a level of support this year that, I mean, it makes me teary. Like, <laughs> I feel so grateful. I've also had to work through um, knowing that that's safe. You know, being able to have that sense of trust and reliability on other people to say, why well, I'm going to push myself as a manifester in these ways and I don't know if it's going to work out and I need you to be on board to support me regardless of what's going on here because I'm not in a creative cycle and so I don't have the energy to push all of this across the line on my own. I actually need you here, otherwise, none of this is going to work. None of this is going to come to fruition. So I've been learning a lot about safety, safety in relationships and safety in collaboration, safety in um, you know professional, professional working relationships. What I have discovered about the rhythm of manifestors in business though, is that we do this really cool thing <laughs> outside of the creation and the rest cycle Manifestus run in sprints and rests. We sprint and we rest and we sprint and we rest. This is such a modern business concept, right? We now have businesses that are agile businesses, right? And it's quite a buzzword in the corporate space, wanting to be an agile business, which means that you are responsive to the needs of the business, that the systems and processes within your business are flexible, and they will change to meet the needs of the organization. But these businesses often work in sprints and rests we are stepping away, amazingly, from this idea that a business needs to be consistent, that a business needs to be corporate and always driven to produce at exactly the same volume or a higher volume. So that that rat race, yeah, of push more, push more, push more. We need to be more productive. Oh, you're working for 50 hours a week. Every single one of those hours must be producing hours. You know, we don't give people breaks. We don't let people kind of come come in and out with any level of flexibility. You come, you work, you produce, and that's that's the expectation. We're already, we're already seeing that some businesses are choosing to step away from that and move into this agile business model. Um, the last couple of years have COVID have just done a remarkable job for making that change in the professional space. And what I've been coming to realize, particularly over the last month especially, is that this is actually naturally how manifestors work in business we are agile. We change our systems and our processes and even the direction of our business based on the energetic needs that are presenting, Right, based on the creative urge that's coming through, based on the direction that our energy wants to move. We are also really aligned with working in these sprints, and these rests, where in a sprint, we will go a period of time of being really focused on something, working really hard on something. And I've classically found that a splenic manifesto will do it really intense and really, really fast. An emotional manifester will do it deeper and slower. And an ego manifesto will just do it really like potently. It's like when that ego manifestor is switched on to whatever they are sprinting towards, it is just all out power. It's all out power. And I think that we really need to understand the value of this in the modern business landscape, that actually the direction that business is heading is a direction that is naturally very aligned for manifestors. This is always what we've been doing. This is why we can get hyper-focused on something and be all about it and super passionate and put all of our work into it. And then we need to stop and we need to rest for a little while, right? Sometimes for a long while we need to pull back, pull away, energetically disconnect. We need to really hand over all of that work and let somebody else be taking care of it for you know as long as is needed. Sometimes we need to let somebody else be taking care of that permanently. Because our involvement in that that whole space is completely done. Other times we just we just need a rest. Right. It's something big that we want to be creating and and we've got to go at it a few times. But what I'm saying here is that this rhythm that we have, this rhythmic ability that we have, that is is actually really beneficial in business to sprint at something and then rest is not necessarily the same thing as your creative cycle and your rest cycle. This rhythm that we have is deep and it's primal, right? We can switch it on and switch it off. I've discovered that this is really an area of our energy that we do have control over, that we do have a level of autonomy over. Let me give you an example so that I can make this a little more clear without just repeating the same words over and over. Back in August, this year, in fact, July, right at the end of July, I was really in a place where I was feeling like the business was not stagnant, but I was stagnant. I think I've spoken about this in previous podcast episodes, where I felt like everything, metrically speaking, is working, right? The audience is growing. The sales are good and steady. We're getting a lot of good feedback um, on our content and on our paid products you know, we've got podcast listeners, I'm getting recognition, you know, as this, this person who speaks to and specializes in manifestors. all of the things are looking correct. And yet I felt off. I felt bored. I felt stagnated. I, and I was building resentment. I was building this sense of like, Oh, okay, like I've got to go on this podcast and talk about manifestors. Okay, great. Oh, it's, I've got to write more content. Mm, okay, cool. I'll drag myself through that. Um, and it felt really incongruous to me. I, I had a lot of like cognitive dissonance about it because to me it was, but all of this is working. Like I've worked so hard on this for so long and it's actually all succeeding and it's all working. So why on earth would I be bored with it? now. And I didn't feel that classic sense of, hey, this was a creative urge and it's done now. And now I'm, you know, now I'm completely disconnected from it. It was just this like, "Mm, the energy is just not kind of gross, you know? So um, I had a session with the beautiful Vanessa Henry I'd be surprised if there are any of you who have not heard of Vanessa, but um, definitely check her out on Instagram. She's at Vanessa Henry. She is a 6'2 ego manifester, a profound spokesperson in the HD space, a really beautiful example of an aligned manifester. And I had a session with, with Vanessa because I was like, I just need some really potent energy. I just really need some potent ego energy directed at me that just brings all of this into the spotlight. I I need some illumination here. And of course, Vanessa was able to provide that. And what I discovered was this big macro urge that I have been working towards in building the manifesto space for two years. This has been my biggest urge, right? With all these mini micro urges underneath it. But the macro urge has been Build this community, build this space, like bring all the manifestors together. And I realized, oh, I've come to the end of the macro urge. I've come to the end of the macro urge. It's built, you know, it's done now. And now I need to shift gears to allow it to be what it is and allow it to continue to thrive. However, I need to step sideways to create some space so that the next macro urge can make its way through whenever it's ready. But here's the catch. To do that, I had to initiate a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, that was not going to be just one conversation. You know, it wasn't just going to be like, okay, guys, I'm stepping to the side now. All right, all done, macro urge finished. I mean, we had to, restructure and rebrand our business. We had to pull the business away from my personal name. We So we moved it from the Holly Marie to the Manifesto community. Um, we refined our entire product suite. So we removed some products, we combined some products, we had to do a whole bunch of backend work. We set up a whole new chart reading platform so you can now get your chart read by manifestors who are certified by me. Um, and then we also had to create this side space that I could actually move into. I needed to create a container that I could, energetically speaking, move over into rather than just hanging out here in the thing that you know no longer needed me. So even though I had no urge, I was definitely not in a creative cycle. And I had no creative urge to do this. In fact, I was at the end of an urge. I needed to initiate something big. And we, I mean, this is, I want to record another podcast episode about this too, because we're currently in a place where we have, all splenic authorities in the core of our team. So I have a big team, but in this kind of central core part of my team, it's all splenic authorities. And what I discovered is that when we all collaborated on this rebrand and this kind of shift in name, it went fast. I mean, it was fast. We did about six to eight months of business work in one month one month we had it all going and and we were all working extremely hard to do that i mean we were um, the manifestors in my team were initiating the projectors in my team were picking up the details and you know creating systems and guiding things into place there was so much initiating energy that was required of me and it was a sprint That was a sprint for the whole of August. I sprinted and sprinted and sprinted to really push this thing into life and push it over the line. Of course, once we hit September, we all collapsed. (laughs) All of us, the whole team went down into a deep rest mode and then we've sort of slowly been re-emerging back out um, as we've been launching manifesto mastery and thankfully we decided to do a very long runway launch right which gave us a lot of time to to kind of lean in and just ease our way into that informing and communicating and selling but the point is i was completely unaware and if you'd asked me this a year ago, my answer would have really been very different, but I was completely unaware that as a manifester, even in a rest cycle, you can sprint out these initiations as long as you have support around you to do it. As long as there's this really collaborative energy that's going on, that is, I mean, essentially kind of helping you carry it all across the line. I, you know, I've I've spent now a good couple of months in a rest after that sprint, right? I, I went down at the beginning of September. I'm now recording this at the end of October. I've had two months of being down. I mean, my body has gone through a journey. I have gone through a journey here, and I'm, you know, discovering some areas of my body that have not been looked after and some areas of my energy that I've been overlooking. But it's only just in the last couple of days after two months of resting after that sprint in August that I've started to feel the inklings of, hmm, yeah, I'm ready to go again. I'm ready to sprint Again, I'm ready to initiate some stuff with the support of people around me. However, I still don't feel like another creative cycle is coming. I don't have another macro urge. I don't have another micro urge. There are no urges coming through that I can see for now, but I've got this rhythm. I've got this primal manifesto rhythm that says we sprinted, we rested, we are ready for a sprint again. Let's go because now, additionally, my nervous system is also very aware that I do have reliable support that all these people who are around me in my business really fundamentally support my energy and support the work that I'm doing. And and we have very much built this community together. Um, I've also been journeying through a lot of kind of depth and intimacy and safety in my personal relationships, which I'll record another episode on. Um, And all of that has kind of created a sense of uh, safety and predictability for my nervous system to say, it doesn't matter if we're in a rest cycle, we we can sprint, we can initiate knowing that it's temporary, it's brief. So I wanted to share that, that deeper layer with you. Hopefully it resonates. I mean, hopefully you find something in that. My recommendation still very much is that if you are in the beginning stages of your business and you really haven't nailed that whole structure, your business around your rest cycle and your creative cycle, then focus on that. That's where your focus needs to go. You need to get that in place. But if you've been doing that for a little while and you're starting to wonder, hey, isn't there more to this? I mean, is this all business is for me as a manifester? I just create when I'm in a creative cycle and I rest when I'm in a rest cycle. Maybe these rhythms of sprinting and resting are something that you might like to play with, or you might like to start enacting the process of getting some staff and some support people around you to allow you to play with this and experiment with this. I'm really intrigued to see what manifestors are going to be able to do, as the business landscape changes around us and as things naturally come more into alignment with how we operate. So go and do your things manifestors, (laughs) go and do your things. I mean, you just create the most extraordinary businesses and they are always impactful and always what people need. And, um, I feel like I'm constantly encouraging you to just go after it and go and do it and experiment and trust yourself and believe in yourself. But here I am, I'll say it again, and I'll keep saying it thousands and thousands of times because we are powerful beings and the journey that we need to have in claiming that that sovereignty, claiming that energetic power so that it can impact the world in the way that the world needs to be impacted All of that is happening now. Now is the time for that. Now now is the journey. Now the frequency is available. Now, now, now. So go and do it. Go and do it. Back yourself. Trust yourself. Play with your energy cycles. Play with your energy rhythms. And let's see what we can all create. That is all for me. That's all I'm going to talk about for now. I am going to catch you in uh, probably a couple of episodes time. And as always my beloved manifestors and and non-manifestors who listen in, please keep hunting for purpose. Before you go and switch off, we would be so humbly grateful if you could take the time to either leave a podcast review right on the platform that you're listening to.